Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. I've been asking the Lord, do I share this or not? (laughs) Do I share it or not? And I really feel like the Lord wants me to begin to paint a picture for each and every one of us sitting here. Begin to paint a picture for our church about what he has for us in this area in the not-too-distant future. And it's been something that's been on my heart for a while, and I didn't know exactly how it's all going to pan out, but he is beginning to give both of us just glimpses and pictures of what this means and what this looks like as a church, as a vision to move forward as a church, as something he is calling us as a church to begin to pray for and to begin to believe for. And I wasn't sure if I was going to present some of this stuff here, but then what Liz was saying and what, how the Spirit was moving, I really believe that it's something I want to share with you guys uh, this morning. So how many know there's a blessing when you come to church? Amen. Amen. Sometimes things come out and happen and you don't really realize, or you don't really get to see if you're not here. So praise God. God's doing some great things here today. So I want to read, there's a couple of words, prophetic words, and we're in the series called Revival 2020. And there's been a series of prophetic words that have been given over this church. And I would sit on them and I would meditate on them and I'd be like, Lord, what do you mean by those? What do you have for this church? What does this mean based on what he's given us in in my heart and Liz's heart as well? And I'm going to read a couple of these words and then I want to share with you something, a, a picture that I want to paint on what God is painting for us as a church. The first one was your vision is too small. So this was a word, so I, you know, we were believing for like, all right, you know, we're believing for hundreds of people, parking lot to be full, but we're going to pray and we're going to believe for revival in this area and in this nation and in this county. And the word kept coming back that your vision is too small. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I thought it's like much bigger than what I'm seeing, but God always does immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine. And it says, you're about to enter into God's season of accelerated breakthrough and outpouring. God has said your vision is way too small. Way too small. So this vision that I felt like, well, okay, this is what we're going to go do. We're going to reach you know, Fairview and Mill Creek. And, and God is saying your vision is too small. Your eyes, ears, heart, and imagination has not yet begun to see the signs wonders, and miracles that are in God's pipeline for this ministry. It says, look to, the, look to the Jabez prayer. You and the church are going to start ruling and reigning the way God intended to, and it starts now. You see, what, ha- what is happening now is this baseline, this foundation for this revival 2020, this revival that is taking place and will take place, not only in our hearts, but the hearts of those who are far from him. It starts now. We have been functioning with a dominion mindset, but now we are moving into a higher form of dominion and it's called termination, where we actually destroy the kingdom of hell and its cohorts. When conquering words come out of our mouth, hell will tremble. 
A prophetic boldness will come over you, meaning me and Liz, and this church. Many, listen church, many will be saved, many will be healed, and many will be delivered. Sounds like revival to me. So lead under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Have your way. According to your faith, according to your faith, so be it unto you. Amen. And then a few months later, I get another word from someone in the congregation that says, the revival vision is too small. I'm like, wait a second. I've heard this before. What, what is, everything that we're believing for is too small. As the Lord wants a movement, not just revival, but a movement, a movement that will stand and take ground, a movement that will prepare nations for the upcoming king, a movement that will move with the Spirit and in the Spirit, a movement that is moving in power and in love. A movement that sees what they say. A movement that knows the fear of the Lord, the awe and wonder of all of his love. Love, love, love. Heed the call, one for all. Like, man, that's a good word. So then I start looking at the other word. I start putting them together. And as we were up here worshiping last Sunday, last Sunday, uh, I knew somebody in the congregation had a word. I was actually waiting for them to tap on my shoulder to see if they would give it. But it wasn't necessarily for last week. It was actually for this week. And that person delivered it to me via text. And I want to read that. Because what I'm trying to do is paint a picture that our vision has been too small. And this idea of revival is turning into something bigger and something more for this area than just revival. But more of a movement and a revolution that God is working on. And the word from last week was a revolution is occurring in the hearts where carnality and stagnation are obliterated in his presence. Whoa. Carnality and stagnation are obliterated in his presence. The word revolution is stronger than revival. Your vision is too small. Revival is not big enough. It's a movement and it's a revolution. We're being called to throw off one governing system for another. From carnality to a spirit directed life. And as, as I read that text and I've just been praying about these words and how they're combined together, what I shared at the end of last week during the financial meeting, so those who came to the financial meeting got a, a little peek at this. The Lord, and the message I gave a few weeks ago was whatever Jesus says to do, do it. Remember that? If you didn't remember that here, I'm telling it to you again. Whatever Jesus says to do, do it. Well, he told me to go downtown and to pray for two churches that were downtown. And I began to drive downtown. I actually took Maggie May with me. She was, in the, she was in the car. She was watching, I believe, Curious George for part of it. And then we went to Daniel Tiger. And then I think we went to like a Veggie Tale, like Jonah movie or something like that. So this, was, this took some time. But I went downtown and I began to pray for two different churches. And as I drove downtown, I actually drove past where we used to live when we first moved to Erie 20 years ago. We lived right in downtown Erie on West 9th Street, 300 block, right by Cathedral Prep. And I started praying for a couple churches that the Lord asked me to pray for. And he began to paint a picture to me. And this picture, I believe, is for this church and for this ministry. And the movement, the revolution which is bigger than the revival that God wants to do in this area. And let me paint this picture for you. What he began to show me is he asked me a question. He said, Jason, 
where have you lived? And I was like, okay, well, I lived right here. Like, I'm like looking at the, at the apartment. It was the second floor. I lived right there. He said, where else have you lived? Well, we lived on West 33rd Street. Where else have you lived? Well, we lived, you know, down Route 79 in the Hermitage area. He said, where else did you live? I said, well, I lived in Girard. No, actually, I lived in Harbor Creek next. And he said, where else did you live? I said, well, I lived in Girard for a little bit of time. He said, where else did you live? I said, well, now I live in Fairview. And he said, what is the picture that I just gave you? Start connecting the dots. And I started seeing what God has done. He said, this is where you've lived. Right down 79 and across Erie County. And he said, this is the picture for the church and where this church is going to begin to reach in the coming years. You are going to be able to reach, just in western Pennsylvania, this cross that comes straight down Route 79 and comes directly across all of Erie County from border to border. And I said, oh my goodness, praise God. Praise God. And the word that Liz gave this morning, we each have an assignment to play in that. Every single one of you has an assignment to play in that. And this is what we're believing for. I'm going to talk a little bit about prayer and the importance of prayer. And then yesterday, God said, I want you to do a little research. And so I'm sitting on the couch. I'm doing some research. And he said, I want you to search the population of the counties in which this cross Across and then down Route 79, ending in Cranberry area, the Butler Township and Beaver Township. He said, add up those populations of those counties. I said, okay, I'll do it. So I get out my, you know, Google. Google, how many are in Erie County? Boom, here's a number. How many are in Mercer County? Boom, here's a number. How many are in Crawford County? Boom, here's a number. How many are in Beaver County, Lawrence County, or Butler County? And you add them all up. And would you believe that the number is almost exactly one million people? Now, if you aren't shouting about that, do you know that this church was founded on a vision to reach one million people for Jesus Christ? I mean, come on, give him a hand. I was like, are you kidding me? This is what God is doing in this area. And I'm like, who, I mean, who even thinks to count up the county population? This is God speaking to this church and to us about, now, do I have the roadmap of how all of this is going to happen? No. Is it with planting churches all across here and down? Maybe. Is it partnering with churches and other ministries? Maybe. But I know that a vision that I had was too small. And this is what God is beginning to paint. And this is what I need each of you to be believing with me for. What I need each of you to be praying for. What I need each of you to understand, what is your part to play in that? Is it to help pay off this debt so we can begin to do the things that God has us do? Maybe that's your part to play. Is it to serve somewhere in the church, to equip somebody in the church to go out and do the work of the ministry that he has for us to go do? I'm telling you, church, this is the vision that we have. It's to reach a million souls for Jesus Christ. That hasn't changed, but he gave a specific direction of what that begins to look like in this area and in this county. And so I am excited, church. This is what, I can't stop thinking about it. I was going to be almost impossible for me not to begin to share this because God just begins to reveal a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more of what he's doing. So I will not be moved when I see things that try to come against this church. I will not be moved until we pay off that mortgage. I will not be moved if some ministries or doesn't have enough volunteers or isn't seeing the right thing. That is not going to move me because I know God has a plan and has a purpose for each and every one one of us in this church to fulfill that vision that God has given us. That's his vision, not mine. It's from him. 
So this morning I want to talk about prayer. Because I think the foundation of this vision and the foundation of what we need to see happen in here has to start with prayer. And we've been talking about 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14 through 16. And I want to read the beginning parts and I want to stop here in verse 6, uh, actually in verse 15 today. It says, verse 14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. The next verse is where we left off and we'll pick up today. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to prayer made in this place. Do you understand that, church? God's eyes are open and his ears are attentive to the prayers that we are praying in this church. His eyes are open. His ears are attentive to the prayers being made in this church. When I start to think about this, if he's listening to my prayers, I'm ready to start praying for some big stuff. How many of you are ready to start praying big? Like the title of this message is Go Big. Okay? We're gonna get, there's a million souls staring at us in the face across Erie County and all these counties that go down. I'm going to begin to pray big for this town, for this city, for all of these counties right down the Route 79 corridor. Because he has planted us here for a purpose. His eyes will be open. And I started thinking about trying to walk around with my eyes closed. I mean, it's so hard to do. I mean, I've tried it so many times. In fact, the other day, we like turned off all the lights. I don't know what was happening downstairs, but I'm walking around. I can't see anything. And I'm going by like feel or thought. I know where the steps are. But when the eyes are closed, it is very difficult for us to see. And we can only sense what's happening. But this scripture says that, guys, God's eyes are open. Which means as we pray, he is seeing what we're praying for. You understand that? He's not just seeing us, but he's seeing what we're praying for, what we're declaring, what we're commanding in the spiritual realm to happen. His eyes are open to it. And he begins to see it, and he begins to work on it. He begins to work on it. John Hagee had a, had a quote, and I wrote this thing down because it's good. It says, tragedy is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. Tragedy is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. And too many times in my own life, and I don't know about you, but I go around saying, ah, I don't know what's going on here. Ah, I don't know what's happening. Oh, why is this going down like this? Why is the business doing this? What's happening with the church over here? Why, you know, but we all do this. And the Lord is reminding us this morning, stop and pray. He, he sees us. His ears, it said, have been made attentive to what we are saying. He is calling us to just stop for a minute and to pray. Stop for a minute and pray. You see, he hears the prayer made in this place. Because what the Bible says is this place, the church, is a house of prayer. So, his, so it says his eyes are open... And his ears made attentive to this place. I want you to turn with me to Acts chapter 4, starting in verse 23. And as you're turning there, I want to read some things that God says about prayer. You ready to hear this stuff? Here's some things that God says about prayer. And sometimes I think we shy away from bold, big, bold 
prayers because we're not, well, maybe he's not going to answer that. Or maybe he doesn't really hear me. Or maybe, you know, I'm not good enough. Or maybe I sinned earlier today and he's not really going to listen to my prayer. But let me tell you what it says about prayer. It says in Matthew 21, 22, and whatever things you ask in prayer believing, you will receive it. Whatever things you ask in prayer believing, you will receive. In John 14, 12 through 14 says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me and the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father and may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So the very fundamental, the foundational prayer is we have to ask. We have to ask. So I'm encouraging you, church, start praying. Just start praying. Just start praying. Come on, church. When you're faced with a situation, the first thing you should do is let's pray about it first. Let's not Google the answer. Let's not go to the medical reports on WebMD. No, we are going to pray first. What does God have in this situation? What do I need to learn? I want to hear his Holy Spirit. It says pray first and pray in the name of Jesus. This is like simple. This is prayer 101. Ask him. And ask in the name of Jesus. This is praying. This is what we're to pray. And I think we get so, we we try to remember while we're praying to say all the right words. And to be in the right posture. Well, I didn't kneel down, so maybe that's why God didn't answer my prayer. Or my eyes were open. Well, because you were driving. Okay, yeah, keep your eyes open and pray while you're driving. That's okay. Okay, it's okay to do that. And if you're a parent, if you close your eyes too long, if you're a parent of young kids and you're sitting down and you begin to pray and close your eyes too long, you will fall asleep. (laughs) This I know. And then you're not watching the kids anymore. Okay? So we put all these rules on prayer, but the Bible tells us we have to ask and we have to ask in Jesus' name and then we have to ask according to his will. Lord, what is your will? What is going on in this situation? Show me your will. Show me your plan. Show me your purposes. John, uh, 1 John 5.14 says this. says, now this is the confidence I have in him. That if we ask anything, what? According to his will, he hears us. So if we know his will in the situation that we're in, we begin to pray his will over that situation, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of him. Then the last verse before we get to Acts 4 is I want to share is that yes, we have to speak and and say the prayer. Yes, we have to pray in Jesus' name. Yes, we have to ask according to his will. But I'm asking you today to begin praying with boldness. Praying with boldness. I'm not talking about just, you know, thank you for this food. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, this is our, di- this is our evening prayer at the dinner table. Come on, right? Thank you, Jesus, for this food. Pray to nourish our bodies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The faster we pray, the quicker we eat. Okay, I'm not talking about that. So I'm not even talking about doing this at dinner time. I'm talking about God showing you different times throughout the day to begin to pray with such boldness and with such audacity that says, you know what? The, ki- the kingdom of God will go across this entire country and across this nation, and the enemy will de- be defeated terminated I believe was the word that we were using in the vision that God had given in this church terminated 
Matthew 18 says we got to use some fighting words. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in, in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, find somebody else and pray with them. Send them a text. Let's pray for this. Come on, I, you know what? Tomorrow, I hope all your phones are blowing up with text messages about who's going to be praying for what. Come on, it, you can, somebody can send me a text if you have my number. I don't give it out freely all the time. But if you have, start texting people and say, let's stand in agreement for this. Let's stand in agreement for this. The vision that God given this church, let's stand in agreement for this today. Watch what God will do when we ask in boldness. Concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or more are gathered together in my name, that's where we are right now, that's where you can be tomorrow as you're praying with each other, I am there in the midst of them. Big, bold prayers. Acts chapter 4, I know you turned there, let's go to verse 27 for the sake of time. Verse 27. I want to show you what happens when we begin to pray with boldness. You say, well, Pastor Jason, that prayer didn't get answered yet. Doesn't mean we should stop praying and believing that God is working. You say, well, I haven't seen that person come to salvation yet. Don't stop praying. I haven't seen my healing manifest yet. Don't stop praying. Keep pressing in. Keep pressing in to what God has. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, this is Acts chapter 4, for whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together. People were gathered together. Church, we are gathered together right here to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. He has already determined what's going to happen. He is already determining the place that we have, the things that we have to go do, the assignments that we were talking about earlier. These assignments have been determined, and we need to begin to walk in them. We need to pray boldly for them. We need to take action and be obedient to them and stop walking around timidly thinking that, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough. I haven't. No, he is calling you to do certain things, and it's time for you to do them. Now, Lord, look at their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Signs and wonders, stretching out our hands to heal, speaking boldly the gospel message. How do you think this cross of Jesus Christ across Route 90, basically, and down 79, this picture that he has given us in our mind, how do you think that's going to happen? By us praying boldly? By us speaking and taking authority? By us saying, God, this is your will be done on earth as it is heaven, so let's start getting at it. And when they prayed, look at this, verse 31, and when they prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. Shaken. Church, I'm waiting for our foundation here to be shaken. Why not? What happens? A few cracks in the wall? Whatever. We'll, patch, well, we'll probably leave them. Don't patch them up. Let's remember how this earth was shaken where we're at. This, was, this wasn't like, oh, they, they thought it was shaken. They, they, you know, this is Luke. This is the physician writing Acts. Now, he's like detailing what actually happened. No, in the place where they were, were shaken. 
They were assembled together, was shaken, and guess what? They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking in other tongues. And what is that for? Is to have the power of the Holy Spirit upon you to do the works that he has called you to go do. And they spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. With boldness. So Sydney, if you want to come up here, I want to close. I want to give you that quote again because I wrote it twice in my notes. It says, tragedy is not unanswered prayer, but unoffered prayer. Let's make sure we're offering up the prayers that God is calling us to offer up. Let's begin to speak with boldness that which stands in front of us. Let's begin to pray those prayers that we have shied away from in timidity because we weren't sure that God was going to answer them. You know, when we pray, it moves the heart of God. It doesn't change us. I mean, prayer changes us. It doesn't change God. You understand that? God doesn't change. But when we pray, it actually moves it moves the heart of God. That, first, that verse we opened with, his eyes are open and his ears made attentive to the prayers in this place. The last verse I have for you is in Mark 11. Mark 11, verse 22, I want to start there. It says this. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. That's what we've been talking about this morning. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says, whoever speaks, whoever prays, whomever, it doesn't, how many of you are a whomever here? Come on, raise your hand if you're a whomever. Let's get a hold of this today. Middle schoolers, I know you're in here. You're whomever today. Whomever says to this mountain, be moved and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them and you will have them. I don't like to give a message about something without giving the opportunity to do something. So I'm asking this morning if you would be so bold to stand with me And just begin to cry out from your heart the bold prayer that you know that God wants you to pray. That you've been shying away from for a long time. The bold prayer that is in your heart this morning. Don't be shy about it. We'll have music up here. Sydney will be singing. We're going to do like a chorus of a song. But I just want you to stand with me and just begin to pray. We have not because we ask not, the Bible says. And I want us to be bold this morning, to lift our hands.
to raise our voices in whatever prayer is on your heart this morning. For he says that he hears our prayers and he answers our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just stand with me now. Come on, church. Just begin to pray. Begin to pray in your prayer language. Just begin to pray with boldness, speaking to that mountain that's in front of you. Praying for that loved one. Praying for that one that you think can't possibly come back to the knowledge of Christ. Father, we just pray today. We ask your will be done in Jesus' name. Father, you hear the cries of the heart of your people. Your word says that your eyes are being opened right now. That your ears are being made attentive right now to these prayers. These prayers. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we pray for more than a revival. Father, we pray for a movement, a revolution across Erie County and down Route 79. That more and more and more and more and more people will turn their hearts to you. That schools will be transformed. Governments will be transformed. Businesses will be transformed. Father, we're asking for a million souls. A million souls in this area to come to the knowledge of you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 If you have a physical need in your body, I I would highly suggest you throw those hands up in the air and begin to pray and begin to receive and thank Him for the healing touch on your body right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your healing. I command these bodies to be healed and whole in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come to you in your presence. The Lord's just been saying a wrist, somebody's wrist, somebody's wrist. If that's you, just start moving your wrist around. The Lord wants to heal that wrist right now in Jesus' name. Just move it now. Move it now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What else, Lord? What else, Lord? Mm. Mm. Arthritis. 
If you have arthritis in any of your joints, just begin to speak that you are healed in Jesus' name. Arthritis must go in Jesus' name. Just begin to move those body parts now. The blessed healing of the Lord come upon you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Stomach problems? If you have stomach problem, raise your hand right now. Raise your hand if you've got a stomach problem. Flo, I know you got one. It needs to go in Jesus' name. Anybody who has their hand up, just sur- if you're close to them, put your hands around them. Put your hands on them and pray for those who have a stomach problem right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you now in Jesus' name. Stomach issues go in Jesus' name. Stomach issues go in Jesus' name. Be healed, be whole in Jesus' name. We pray with boldness. We expect, we believe, we receive now in Jesus' name. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. More of you. More of you. Thank you, Lord. What else, Lord? What else? Mm. Thank you, Lord. Somebody either here or online is seeing some blurry vision in one of their eyes. I don't know which one. It started over the past couple weeks. We're going to speak now in Jesus' name that it has to go. Has to go in Jesus' name. Right there. Has to go in Jesus' name. Clarity of the eyes. Working perfectly in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 2020 vision declared in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. What else, Lord? What else? Thank you, Father. Thank you for your healing touch. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Church, I just want to sing together the... Can we sing the goodness of God together? I just want to end with this anthem, with this chorus, with this song. The goodness of God, who has given himself up for us, laid down his life for us, defeated death for us, so that we can live for all of eternity with him. That we can celebrate him, rejoice with him. He gives us hope. He gives us healing. He gives us all things that we need. So just sing with us here this last song. In all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able. I will sing of the goodness of God. In all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing. 
of the goodness of God. And all my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. And all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You are so, so good. We worship you. We worship you. We thank you for moving in our lives today. And Father, as we go from this place, healed, restored, renewed, revived, that, Father, we will walk in the movement and the revolution that you have for us. And we will go out singing the goodness of God. The goodness of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. We're going to have some of our prayer team up here up front. They're going to make their way up here now. And if you have anything else you need prayer for, you want someone to stand in agreement with you, I suggest you come up here and have them pray with you. If you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, If you've never said, I need Jesus to be the Lord of my life, do not leave this place without making that decision this morning. These people can pray with you up here this morning. They can believe and receive with you all that God has for you. If you just want someone to be in agreement with healing for you, maybe you've already felt that healing touch and power, they will agree with you. Just come up here after the service. I want to read this benediction. I referenced the prayer of Jabez earlier. I just want to put a seal on this church service this morning by reading it's in 1 Chronicles 4. It says, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, 
and that you would keep me from evil, that it may not cause pain. So, Father, I thank you that you are with us. Everywhere that we go, you're expanding our territory, that you are blessing us to see your kingdom expanded. And, Father, I pray a blessing over this entire week. Be with us as we go from this place. May we pray big, bold prayers. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are dismissed. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly Faith Communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.